When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello, fantasy Premier League managers, and welcome to 2018. This is our first episode of the new year, and uh, we're, we're back after a long period. We've uh, obviously had a bit of time off. Well, there hasn't been much uh, fantasy Premier League going on. We've had the FA Cup, we've had New Year, and to be honest, we were all quite happy to have had a rest because yeah. it was just getting absolutely ridiculous. Deadlines every single day. Uh, but now we've had a bit of time to recover and we can focus in on game week 23 and the future. So um, it's, it's come to our attention, obviously it's a, it's a new year and we realised that perhaps maybe there were some listeners who hadn't really been listening to us from the start and probably don't quite understand why myself, Jack and Varian all have these weird nicknames. So I thought we'd just sort of reintroduce ourselves at the beginning of the year, mm. um, you know, kind of re-establish halfway through the season and also perhaps maybe just slightly review because I think one or two people's uh, names might have to change. But we will keep them the same for now, but it's just so people understand... Uh, out of the three of us, how we play fantasy Premier League, so that you know you listening out there, you might discover that one of us is particularly a kindred spirit for yourself. So we're going to start with the gut man, Jack Ball, um, and uh, my my little description of you, Jack. I hope you I hope you like this one. Is he's the one who doesn't do any research. He doesn't read a single piece of advice or tips article and flies literally by the seat of his pants. Sometimes it pays off. We have to admit that every now and then it pays off, and your horde of differentials pull it off, but the rest of the time you're left with an eclectic bunch of underperforming losers. <laughs> He's really lived up to his name recently. He has. What do you think, Jack? Is that, is that just, you all over? I've said this before, that the, so for anyone that's listening for the first time, I I don't think I could cope if I put in as much thought into it as <laughs> other people do, and, and it doesn't pay mm. off. That's 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 the, the, the big issue. Like over Christmas, as you've already said, it was... This is game week's coming thick and fast, and I just totally had enough. It's the first time I think I'd ever just had enough of FBL, yeah. and it is purely due for this podcast and the forfeits. And <laughs> I just thought, you know what, I'm just fed up. I just don't want to look about it. I don't want to read about it. You know, you, there's so much rotation that mm. even when you brought in players, they weren't they weren't playing. And just I just too had much enough. Disappointment. But, but yeah, no, I am the gut man, and that, and being the gut man over Christmas is particularly hard. I must yeah, say, because I mean, no, you, you can't second guess what's going to happen. We've started on a good note, you know. Hello, welcome to the FBL podcast. This is Jack. He hates FBL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just incredibly frustrating, isn't yeah. it? It's just uh, I, I don't even have the right words to describe how frustrated I've been over Christmas because I don't get like that of FPL normally. Mm. Like I, I'm normally quite calm, and as soon as I finish, you know, the game we finish, I just think, oh well, on to the next one. Well, you've led us very but, well into the next character on this uh, on this show which is Mr Emotional Baron Cross and when it comes to building his team Baron is actually like many others he prefers the perfect balance of statistics and a little bit of gut feeling um, that means that when his team does well the hashtags uh, hashtag scenes and hashtag limbs they start <laughs> trending in his living room uh, but when it, when it goes wrong this is someone you probably shouldn't speak to about like anything because you know, I hate football is about the only thing you can get him to say. There was a perfect 15 minutes where there was the full spectrum of emotions, which we can talk about later over um, over the Christmas period involving uh, Mr Hector Bellerin. Ah, yes. So that, yeah, that was yeah. a proper swing <laughs> in my living room. So we can discuss that later. Yeah, I mean, it basically, you just wear your heart on your sleeve, don't you? And that's Very much, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't try and play a 
play a, a cool game or <laughs> poker face. It's very much this is going brilliantly or this is terrible. There's no middle ground. No. And uh, so then, so then finally is is myself, um, David Monday, and the I'm the exact opposite of Jack. Just just with just opposite polar. sides of polar opposites. When it comes to picking my team, the only thing I think about are numbers, figures, graphs, diagrams, and sometimes that does work. You know, mathematics tends to have a big say on what success looks like in fantasy Premier League, but there are other times. And it hasn't happened to me as much recently, but this has been my biggest problem in previous seasons is I ended up with a situation where I start talking about Wayne Rooney's goal-scoring record against specific clubs like Newcastle and Tottenham from like five years ago, and then it just, just completely doesn't pay off at all. So, But it is worth saying that I think I have become more like Beren this year than ever yes. before. I have, I have had a really rotten year, because a lot of people out there who probably play the game in a similar way to me and just look at figures... I've actually generally found it's been a really difficult season to predict. There's lots of people out there saying that the numbers aren't as predictable as usual. It's just been a very unpredictable season. And a lot of us have just become very, very angry. And to be fair, if we'd have been recording this podcast probably about two months ago, I'd probably be saying exactly the same things as Jack. I hate FPL and I never want to play it anymore. And that is something I have to Throwing your bar charts and calculators out of the pram. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've also talked about Christmas. So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about... Um, on the new podcast of the new year is we're going to recap that Christmas period as best we can. Now we know we've got four game weeks to get through and you know obviously people probably don't really want to hear too much detail about game week 19 which feels like absolutely yeah, ages, ages ago. ago. But what we should say is that over Christmas um, what we've been doing is all we normally do is we have a, a weekly forfeit whoever gets a lower score each week ends up doing a particularly gruesome uh, task and because we uh, because of how many game weeks there were over Christmas we decided to combine Four game weeks, game week 19, 20, 21 and 22, or double game week 22 I should say, uh, into one big Christmas leftovers challenge, which one of our uh, experts will take later in the programme. Um, but before we get to that, we're just going to quickly recap what happened over Christmas, because I'm sure there's people out there who probably have similar feelings um, to us. And we'll, we'll briefly start with game week 19 and, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll pick out certain individual things, perhaps maybe just one thing from your team from that week that particularly memorable either for good or bad reasons there'll be people out there who had exactly the same um, so I mean I'll start game week 19 I finally got points for a captain which just hadn't been happening for me this year because I captained Sterling got a goal and assist in the 4-0 win over, over Bournemouth and I got clean sheets across the board as well from Otamendi from Kenny and I think Andre Yedlin as well so I mean that was a good game week for me I ended up with uh, 82 points in that week um, which was actually my best score since the beginning of the season so Christmas period started well for me and it started quite well for you as well didn't it Baron? Yes um, it, the uh, game week 19 and 20 they were um, abnormally high scores weren't they the, yeah. uh, the game week average was very high and um, I, I think I expected to um, uh, I got a good score but I expected to kind of do more globally uh, and, yeah, and yeah. with ourselves I mean as, you, as you've already alluded to you um, I, I scored 76 with a game week average of 60 and, um, and Dave still was ahead of me with his um, mainly with the clean, clean sheets, sheets. Um, so also sum up mine and the big disappointment that was the week I brought in Ogbonna from memory yeah. and he promptly forgot how <laughs> to keep clean sheets yeah I mean I brought in Adrian that week as well we were yeah. both after some West Ham cover for that double game week coming up yes. and yeah three clean sheets in a row including good against form, good fixtures. Chelsea and Arsenal and they go and concede three at home to a team that have barely scored goals away from home all yeah. season in Newcastle so mm. it was just classic West Ham almost mm. big disappointment for us on that one um, Jack um, having gone through uh, my big talking point for you, I don't know if you would agree, was that Steve Mooney came off eight minutes. Well, going back to <laughs> you mentioned the captain thing. You know, uh, I've just yes. not picked the right captain at all for any of the Christmas period. I've had one of my, I think, my lowest score a couple of times actually as my captain. So it's not been. And when you don't pick the best captain, you lose you lose so much mm. ground because yeah. when you get I don't know someone like Salah or someone like Hazard getting fourteen points and your captain got two points, 
you know, that's a, that's a huge swing. So I didn't have any luck with that over Christmas. But yeah, uh, Munier was a, was a cheap option, you know, you, 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 as, you, as you pointed out, you played eight minutes. But I got an average of 60, which again, I've had far worse weeks than that. Across actually the Christmas period, I've had far worse weeks in previous seasons, but it's just... We, we did better. We had, we had some good weeks. I mean, I mean, worth pointing out, actually, those of you who remember, game week 19 was when Kane scored that hat-trick away at Burnley. None um, of us captained him. Which were, you know, I mean, we'd sort of, we j- loosely discussed Kane captain, but, you know, we just didn't really see, I mean, we thought he'd probably score because that was actually when Burnley, they were a little bit um, short on options at the back because Tarkowski was suspended and Ward was still out injured. So, I mean, we figured maybe a goal, but none of us really saw that hat-trick coming. But Not when City are home to Bournemouth. Absolutely. I mean, the City options were the way to go on that one. And uh, I think we both went with Sterling. We did, yeah, right? 26 um, points. So, I mean, that was, that was nice for, for us. Um, but obviously... Talking about Kane, that hat trick away at Burnley then led us into game week twenty, which um, oh, was the what a week uh, was that? Was that Boxing Day? I think that was that. That was Boxing Day, wasn't it? Yes, because uh, yes, twenty one was, was yeah. twenty two were over the year. Yeah. So this, we're now so we now past Christmas. It's it's Boxing Day. We were sort of um, you know in that in that particular mood where we just don't really know what day it is. Um, and that hat trick away at Burnley, you've then got Spurs at home against the Southampton side that are absolutely shelling goals away, mm. not in particularly good form. So. You know, you know, a lot of people captained him, and me and oh. Barry captained him. Oh, and it was just absolute scene. What a feeling! That was so captain good. Captaining Kane on a hattie after all this time of like, disappointment. Oh man, it was, it was the first time my captain had scored a hat trick this season, I believe, and the first time that my captain had scored a hat trick since probably like Mares, like two years ago or something, because my captain picks are always a bit off. I mean, have you had a captain score hat trick up until that point, Baron? Because I mean, maybe, 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 really maybe not ever. I mean, definitely not this oh, really? season. I mean, I've, I've got, I can't remember having a player that scored a hat trick this season. Um, maybe in seasons gone by, they're not that I can remember. I, mean, I, I, I quite often, normally, I mean, this is a, I'm obviously having a very, very good season by my standards, and uh, traditionally, I tend to miss those players that you know when Aguero scores uh, five. Yeah, yeah. I rarely am on those captains. That's probably the last time my captain scored a hat trick was uh, against Newcastle. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jack, I can't remember. Was your captain Harry Kane? Salah. Ah. Salah, so yeah, but still got eighteen. This was this was the um, discussion I remember seeing briefly. Uh, one of the very few times I did look at our group chat over over the Christmas period, <laughs> and I still finished on seventy six points that week. Yeah. Despite not having Kane as my captain, I, I had a very, very good, impressive. I had a very good week. You know, I had Salah got me eighteen points with the captaincy. Coutinho thirteen, Kane seventeen, Morata six, Mares eight. Yeah. Brought Mares into my team. And he's done fantastic. Pickford ten. So I had a lot Pickford, of good. That was the yeah. one, wasn't it? Pickford just being your the boy. Week, every the week before game week nineteen, he got clean sheet against Chelsea. Though I didn't pick him then. And of course, so. the thing to remember those who aren't too aware, um, Kane is still in your team, so you did get seventy. Yeah, I got points, seventy so. points for Kane. It's I just seventy six. Good score. It's your best score of the Christmas period. But again, so. I mean, an average of sixty two and the highest being one hundred fifty four. It's just a crazily high week. So even mm. though I got seventy six, I was still behind a lot of people, including you two. So I mean, at that stage, um, we had. Um, we had two game weeks, um, so I'd had 82 and 89, Bernie had 76 and 82, and Jack had 56 and 76, so halfway stage of the Christmas forfeit. I was on 171, Bernie was on 158, and Jack was on 132. So, I mean, it was. I mean, I, I was quite confident at this point. I felt like I'd built up a nice It was a big gap to make. Um, but I was still worried because if there was any team that could overtake me, it was someone who basically has none of my players, and that's what your team looked like. One other thing we should just point out, um, Jack, was that you, we, me and Baron sort of, well, I mean, we don't want to be laughed at this, we don't want to sound vindictive, but I mean, game week 20, we remember, even though you got 76 points, there was a lot of red, a sea of red. But Norton, zero points. This is, this is, this is... Kiko Firmino, zero points. David Silva, uh, zero points. Mariapa, zero points. Gomez and Joe Gomez, zero points. So actually, actually almost makes it more impressive that you mm. had that many red, that much red in your team and you still got 76 this points. Is, this, is the, this is the thing that happens to me. I mean, it happened earlier in the season. I, I seem to just get a glut of injuries or people <laughs> missing out all at once, you know, like... 
Aguero's car crash, who saw that coming yeah. not long after I brought him in. Obviously, David Silva, unfortunately, had to go back because his baby was born prematurely. Like, these are things you can't predict. Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> fantasy football takes a backseat when things like that happen, doesn't mm, it? You can't, yeah. you can't really you know, grumble too much about that. But, yeah, I mean, getting... What was it? Five, five, red, five players with zero points and still getting 76 points. I, I was quite happy with that, to Look, be honest. And without yeah. picking my highest score as captain as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's an impressive score. But then moving on to Game Week 21, and we actually had a bit of a break here because we had about five days, which is abnormally long during the Christmas period. And then we ended up having Game Week 21 and Game Week 22 were literally like back-to-back with each other, weren't they? We had um, New Year's Eve. Um, oh, no, sorry. It was the, the, the Saturday before New Year's Eve, Sunday. 30th and the was 31st. New Year's Eve. And then New Year's Day mm. was Game Week 22. Absolutely mad. So then we all knew. We all knew there was going to be ridiculous amounts of rotation in game of 21. And it was a frustrating week. It was everybody's, I believe, lowest score of the Christmas period. And, I mean, there was just... This was one of those weeks where it almost came down to sort of like luck or bad luck. I mean, for example, um, I had I, I still had Hazard in my team. I hadn't taken him out um, like a lot of people had. I, I felt that at home against Bright... Um, it, it was... Yeah, it was... Uh, no, it was Stoke, wasn't it? It was, it was Stoke. Home against Stoke. I mean, Stoke are just so rubbish away from home. I thought, yeah, surely he's going to get involved. Great differential too. So I was like, right, I'm going to captain him, right? So that was 11 o'clock. 11.15, I'm like, oh, no, probably get rotated because all these quotes coming about Conte's going to rotate him. So I switched it to Morata. Like, he's definitely going to play. And of course, what happened? Morata missed like a hatful of chances. Hazard then didn't even come on, which meant had I captained him, then it, it would have switched to my vice captain, which was Salah, who scored twice. Can you just imagine though, I mean, for anyone that went into that game not knowing who the team was you see Chelsea have won 5-0 and you think oh I'm going to have <laughs> Hazard, Hazard, goal, Hazard and Morata <laughs> you see what two points in total for yeah. both of them it's just deflating isn't absolutely it absolutely mad I mean and then my only highlight of that week was the fact that I basically because it was I mean bearing all um, echoes as well we kind of looked at our teams and we both had two free transfers but we, so we knew we needed to make at least one to make it count because that would carry over and we were like well we don't really know what to do so in the end I, saw, I had some money in the bank so I upgraded Ruben Loftus cheek who'd been an injury doubt um, into Ashley Young because I wanted some United cover for their home game against um, Southampton and actually he got me four points he got me a nice little bonus point so I mean that was nice and then of course he promptly elbowed I think it was Dusan Tadic and yeah, got suspended was. but um, speaking of captains not doing particularly well I mean as much as I complained that Morata got me two points ironically my captain got more points than both of yours yeah <laughs> it's, it's strange wasn't it looking back now game week 21 was I think that was the start of my malaise and my sort yeah. of apathy like it just was just a miserable week from start to finish I mean thankfully I got four clean sheets from my um, from my three defenders and a goalkeeper and that was what basically saved me I mean I scored 49 which was still above the worldwide average which shows how bad a week it was for the world <laughs> yeah um, but as you've already alluded to Dave I capped, there, there was a, there was no obvious captain choice in game no, week 21 I think Everybody liked the look of Chelsea Stoke, but what stopped me was just how bad Chelsea have been. Chelsea mm-hmm. have not been battering teams. And of course, the rotation as well. There was that risk, and I just I looked at City Palace, and for weeks and weeks now we've been waiting for Sterling to miss that game, and every week Pep keeps picking him. You think, <laughs> God, how has Sterling not been rotated yet? And then there it was, away at Palace, Sterling gets benched. Uh, I've captained him with Salah as my vice, and I'm in that really off, awful position where. If Sterling is going to come on, it's got to be early enough for it to make an impact. He's got, he's got to score. Jesus got injured and Aguero came on, and, and um, as Jack will get on to, that was his captain. But um, Sterling did eventually come on and promptly got one point, so I had Which two, and then I had when Salah. When he comes on, he tends to score. That's yeah, and there's, that, there's always, that, that's why people pick City players, because even if they are rotated, there's still that mm-hmm. chance of when they come on, like he did away at West Brom, was coming and they'll still score. But um, So, yeah, Salah was my vice, and if Sterling hadn't come on, I'd have got 28 points out of Salah. Um, Aaron Moy was my punt that week. 
um, yes, a transfer I, I had to use out of loss, and I just brought him in for, for Damari Gray just in case. Him. Yeah, he's a solid performer. But yeah, the rotation hit hard that week because I, I kept Kane and Ogbonna on my bench. They had a blank that week, obviously, so they were on my bench. Mariapa also didn't play. Loftus Cheek didn't play. Hazard didn't play, and. I think in the end they only had nine active players, um, yeah. and I still got forty nine. So looking back, I probably dodged a bullet there. But yeah, it was a very disappointing week. You've obviously mentioned uh, Aguero, Jack, yeah. who's your captain. Yeah. Interesting yeah. choice that, knowing knowing that Aguero and Jesus, you cannot predict who's going to play. And I think Aguero Again, played the last two, so yeah, I was, was almost certain he wasn't going to start. Jesus was nailed on to start. Yeah. Wasn't the, he? the the problem is I. I it's trying to make up that ground and yeah. I think it you goes have to make of, some left field when choices. it gets to this point it goes one of two ways and unfortunately for me it's gone me falling even further behind well, but I would... lucky really because actually Hand Jesus played the whole game Aguero probably wouldn't have come on and then you would have had a captain for, for Salah, Salah, wouldn't Salah you, so. yeah. well again this goes back to my vice captain was the best scorer in most of my <laughs> weeks and that's just one of those things that's un- unfortunate but you know if I'd had a start and I've said this a few times on the podcast if I'd had a start like Barron's had I'll be playing it safe. I'll be keeping the safe options, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, you know, because why would you risk things? But the stage that I'm at, I've, I can't afford to do that. And you know, as far bad, as badly as it's gone, it could have easily gone really well. You know, it's just it's just the, it's just the way it's gone in the end. But yeah, Guerrero, when he came on for Jesus, I thought, oh, there could be something here. Come on, he can do. <laughs> yeah. he can possibly that was, do. That was a sign, wasn't it? I was really worried that he early. was going to bag a hat trick. But point. he still ended up with just one point, and yeah. you just think this is really just is not my <laughs> it's not my period of time. I mean, I think my highlight, apart from Salah getting 14 points. With Schindler keeping a clean sheet, he got some bonus points. Um, well, he? he got nine points that yeah. week, but again, David Silva was missing, and Loftus Cheek got me zero points. Firmino still injured, zero points. Mariapa, I've brought in as a cheap option because I've tried to strengthen yeah, elsewhere, and he disappeared, us. zero points again. One week after having five players with zero, I had four players with zero that <laughs> week. So it's yeah, it's, again, this is I think it was game week twenty one where I just had enough, and I thought yeah. I'm not letting this ruin my Christmas. <laughs> so I, I sort of did a, did a Dave and all the slammer that for down for I'm not talking about it anymore. <laughs> so uh, the scores at that point were just one game week left. Obviously, I got forty nine as well as Baron. Jack got forty two, so we were quite close. But obviously, that wasn't the, you needed to make, to make a big round, Jack. So at this point, I was on two hundred twenty, Baron was on two hundred seven, and Jack was on one hundred seventy four. So we kind of thought. Jack needs a miracle. It would be we miraculous need, yeah, we need a miracle. And, well, it's worth pointing out that the miracle you needed was, hey, double game week 22, it's a new year, the wild card comes into play, um, and we're going to talk about your wild card in more detail later, uh, in a bit more detail, because me and Baron are itching to talk about it in detail. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, everybody in your team blanked apart from Mahrez and Son, is that correct, in double game week 22? Yes, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> in a wild card squad. It's... it's I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit that I just had a total breakdown about it. I just totally yeah. lost my head, and I didn't yeah. know what I was. Do- I just. I can't even explain it. <laughs> you, 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 I'm sure. I mean, Baron definitely will have had this before because in previous seasons you've struggled as well. I mean, David, since I've known you, you've been more near the top than the bottom. But I don't know. What, I don't know what happened. I just got. I, I just can't explain it. It's like a red mist descended, yeah. and I was. Wow, God. Shooting just, from I, the head. I, honestly, yeah. I'm, now I'm trying to think about why I did I? I don't know. I just. Well, I don't know. Just, you just needed to cling on to something. Yeah. To give you some Cra- hope. Crazy. I've just, I'm, the distance got so far that yeah. I just thought go hard or go do you think, home. Do you think the forfeit played mind games with you? 100%. Yeah, this, this podcast has ruined my <laughs> FPL season. Like before, I wouldn't be making these decisions. I wouldn't care as much because we, well, we have an office. We have mm. an office yeah. league that, that costs money. But, but that's but, more of a marathon, isn't it? Whereas 
This FPL forfeit's ruined FPL for me. <laughs> as, much, as, as much as the whole game is a marathon, the forfeit's a sprint, isn't it? So, yeah, like, yeah. Um, so that, I mean, I've made decisions this year to, you know, that's probably thrown me long term. But um, so yeah, I mean, we'll come hold on, hold on to all of that energy that you've got ready to go for a later session of the podcast because we're going to go through your wildcard, um, you know, piece by piece. Um, but so yeah, you got forty three points. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Baron, on the other hand, because we didn't wildcard, we we went very heavily in on the whole fact that it was a double game week. Um, so I mean. Uh, I, th- I brought in Son and Arnautovic and it later transpired that Baron had done the same but th- there's two <laughs> big talking points both for me and for Baron and we'll start with you Baron because you played a chip in double game week 22 and people anybody that plays FPL will know it was a chip that was widely played oh absolutely it was, uh, it, was it was the triple captain here we go, there we go. Harry Kane off the back of back to back hat tricks Going into a double game week against shoddy opposition, <laughs> and until Pochettino came out and said, "Harry Kane is uh, is ill," we, we will see, but he is ill. <laughs> until those words left his mouth, I was just thinking, "Well, I mean, it's just a no-brainer." Like, you 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 do not get a better context for a triple yeah. captain than that. Yeah, Back-to-back true. hatties against poor opposition, and it's Kane. We yeah. know he can do it any time. So. That did put the cat amongst the pigeons for me. It did bring in undue stress. And <laughs> it was like the elephant in the room in our group chat because none of us were talking about it and none of us were going to reveal what we were going to do because it was yeah. such a big chip to play. I was thinking... I didn't I didn't think Dave and Jack were going to play it. I, I definitely think Dave wouldn't because I thought Dave does follow the FPL community quite closely and I, and I don't think... I yeah. think you always try and play a bit safer. So I thought... Dave might not play it because I think the, he's been spooked. And I, 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 clearly, I have no idea what Jack was doing. Jack was playing his wild card all this time. Can I, can so. I, I just like to point out here that this is this is an indication of how bad it went. Is I would have triple captain him. I had like, a, could I play two chips? Well, so, yeah. but you can only play one chip. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing the triple captain. You were saved, saved from that. I was saved. <laughs> so I've still got that as a minor oh, minor win. So, 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 so I had that playing on my mind. And <laughs> as we've alluded to, me, I'm doing quite well. So I knew that. I thought by playing it, at least I've covered myself because yeah. that was a sort of week whereby, if you, if I hadn't played it and he had you know bagged four or five goals across two matches, I mean my lead would have been seriously slashed, and other people in the league who are very close to me would have mm. would have left me for dead. So I just I think there was a little bit of that play, playing it safe and just covering me, and but I, I was fully aware that it was not ideal. The matches were very close together, and clearly Kane had not been one hundred percent in the run up. And that's why I didn't play yeah. was those two games close together. I, I think. Out. I think I got caught up in the fact that Spurs need to keep winning matches. Kane is clearly their first choice striker and Poch mm. loves him and yeah. knows he has to play when he's in form. So I think So yeah, so I talked myself into it and it was it was it was very, very I wasn't easy about it. I mean I didn't I left the decision until the morning of New Year's Day and I was very hungover. <laughs> I was not in a good state at all and um as Dave said, I, I brought in Arnautovic and Son, um, and I had two free transfers, and I ended up taking a four-point hit because I also brought in uh, Adrian as well in goal. So I had uh, three West Ham. I had uh, Adrian, Ogbonna, Arnautovic, Son, and Kane. Kane triple captained. Um, can, sorry, can I just interrupt you there? Can I just mention someone, someone that you've not really mentioned that's really bad? It's Alonso. I mean, his form over Christmas. Yeah, of I mean, course he's got. I mean, he's we, so we, expensive. We skimmed over the week. He scored. He got a goal and a clean sheet. Yeah. But he has been phenomenal. I mean, he was one of my big wildcard picks a while ago. Yeah. That neither of you have had at any point for obvious reasons because he's very expensive. Slow and start. Thank, thankfully, yeah. Thankfully, he is. I mean, when you read all the FPL advice now, I mean, he's he's essential now. And thankfully, he's I've got him. Matching Salah and Aguero. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Shots. If you look at where he's in the pitch, it's mad. So. Um, so yes, I've, I've, we've got a lot to say about this game week, haven't we? Yeah, um, I, mean, if we, I, I think 
Um, before we get on to how it transpired, my big, big issue was what happened to Mo Salah. So, obviously, uh, so most people out on New Year's Eve... That was, are all, yeah, that was the other thing. I was one of those that was half cut. Yeah. And this news coming through about Salah, I'm thinking, oh, God. <laughs> I've already got this decision to make about the triple captain, and now this whole Salah thing's coming, and Dave's all like, eyes emoji all over the shop, like, oh, I might actually get, get rid of him. Well, well, I mean, just to set the scene, most people on New Year's Eve are out getting absolutely wasted, right? Ben Dinnery, on the other hand, is working hard. Doing, doing the God's work. He's in the office, and he's like, well, I'm catching wind, right, that Mo Salah is not going to play against Burnley, which actually didn't come as a massive surprise, because we, yeah, knew, we, we all knew he was going to have And it was only, like, like, less than 48 hours later, so that wasn't a big surprise. But what he did say was that reports suggesting he could be out for, and these are his words, at least two weeks, which I did know only probably included maybe two FPL fixtures at mm. most, but I know how spooked people get. I was like... I, I need to make up some ground. I mean, I, I, this is probably the first season I've ever made decisions this early with the intention of making up ground mm-hmm. because I am quite far behind Baron. And the, I knew that you'd already made two transfers from that little box at the bottom, yep. which I think should yep. be there. Um, and obviously, I knew you were out as well. And, yep. I, and I wasn't. So this was the thing was that I, I, I hadn't really made any plans. You know, I mean, it's difficult to go out with, you know, my, my young daughter and, and my pregnant wife. So I was just sat at home. Emily was already in bed, which actually I didn't mind because I needed to sit down. My thinking time. I needed to sit down, and everyone else around me is all like fireworks, you know, old Land Zion. Donald Trump's trying to work out which way round you put your arms because he's he's really smart. And you know, whereas I was sat in front of my FPL team, so it was a good time to do it. And basically, the decision I knew I was always going to bring in Sonnenheim out of it, and and Hazard had disappointed so much, it was obviously just going to be a swap, straight swap. We're going to take Ashley Young because he'd been suspended. I was going to take out Hazard, and then those two players were going to come in. But then I hear this news about Salah, and I knew you already made two transfers, and I yeah. figured that one of them had to be Hazard because I kind of, I just assumed that it would be Hazard. We've been talking about almost almost Ray well. transferred out after that Stoke game. Exactly. So, and with this thing about Salah, and I went on Football Fix, uh, Fantasy Football Fix, and saw that people were selling him already because oh, the news had been there owners. for about half an hour. So I was thinking, right, I've had him since the start of the season, so I can sell him for nine six. He's currently ten one. So I know if I get rid of him. To keep Hazard as a differential over Baron, yeah. um, because I figured away against Arsenal, surely, surely he'll bag something. I'll sell Salah, and then maybe he'll get maybe three price falls at the most, and then that means it can bring him back in for nine eight. That's only a loss of point two. So I can I'm, see, I can see the rational thought behind that. So I bit the bullet, I got rid of him, and brought in Sonanatovic and kept Hazard, which meant that for the double game week, I felt I was more ready for it than than anybody else. And of course, what then has transpired, and it's still transpiring, is that. That happened like what, like what was it? Nine days ago, he's lost like five hundred, six hundred thousand owners, and he hasn't fallen in price once, which is just ridiculous. But let's look at what happened in double game week twenty two because there are still reasons for me to be happy, and there's you know there's also there was plenty of drama. So I mean, the start of Harry Kane obviously didn't play against Swansea, did he? Yeah. So um, or didn't start. It's um, so we were obviously building up to that to that Spurs game, weren't we? And um, I think up to that stage, Sterling had scored, so I was I was quite happy. A bit, a bit like, Meh, like all I care about is literally <laughs> Harry Kane. Like, yeah. I need him to come in. And for me. Game and there, was, there was all that risk, yeah. And then he was pictured at the Liberty Stadium. And I'm thinking, oh my days, he's actually going to play. And in I, his I, I wish I could see Dave's face right now. Like, <laughs> he was my captain. So looking back at the time, although you were obviously confident in not triple captaining. You must have been a little bit worried that, oh, oh God, was, if Kane explodes, Barry is out of sight. I've never ever wished so much hatred on my own captain because obviously okay, I captained yeah. him as well. So, so there was the natural fear there, and then obviously the team play. sheets come in, and I think the moment Kane wasn't in the starting lineup, I, the apathy was just like yeah. turned to 11. I was just like, okay, right, I, I, whatever. Like, yeah. whatever. I didn't care about the West Ham game now. Like, <laughs> this is just so disappointing. And West Ham, in the meantime, had conceded against West Brom. Yeah, because you brought in That Adrian. was the only yeah. banker for Adrian and <laughs> And they conceded early against uh, West Brom. So I was sort of... 
that came news coming in though. Like I didn't really put anything in the group chat because I didn't want to be too and like I didn't want to wind you up. But honestly, I Mr. was Mr. Emotional, like, yeah. Yes! Do you get, do you get the impression oh. that Dave's a little bit scared of you, Baron? Oh, I am. I think, well, it's, just, it's just the Mr. Emotional <laughs> thing, isn't it? Like you, you don't want to incur someone's wrath. No, no, exactly. So I mean, that, that was that. I mean, that was good news for, for me, especially. Sp- Spurs aside, quickly. Yeah. Alonso bagging. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh my days. Yeah. That's uh, the thing that hurts. Are we discussing the, the Bellerin well, thing no, now? Let's, let's talk about Bellerin because obviously the, we, we all, everybody knows Amber Kane, you know, we didn't have as captain. We've, so, we've subplot to Double Game subplot. 22, so which could have saved me my emotional state. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a Bet365 customer uh, and they had rolled out a free in play bet offer for customers. I don't know how they decide that, but I got an email saying you can yeah. do this. So, you bet £25 pre match, which is a straightforward bet, you can lose your money. And I always bet £25 on over 0.5 goals. Yeah. Awful odds, yeah, but at least you're getting your money back. Yeah. So you, I then got a free £25 bet to pay, which I always put on a decent long odds bet that probably won't come off, but if it does, it's big money. And it, at half time, I put it on 2 1 Chelsea. And from what I was understanding, I hadn't watched the game closely, it was nil nil, but it was um, uh, it was very, very open. Um, so I, and it was quite good odds. And I think if I, with a £25 bet, I would have got 300 quid back. So, um, so Arsenal went 1 0 with Jack Arsenal Washington. scored first. Then. And then Hazard scored the penalty. I'm thinking, yes! right, okay, yeah. So I'm, pre- I'm pretty unhappy that I've taken Hazard out and he scored for Dave. But if this leads to a two on Chelsea win, I'm going to be pretty happy about this. And then Ten waiting, waiting for it to happen. Literally the, at the death, Alonso in the six-yard box puts <laughs> Chelsea two-one up with five minutes to go. The only Chelsea My player, player yeah. and it's two-one, <laughs> and they've got five minutes. Hang on, I'm literally about. To, I was counting the money. I was literally. I'm about to pick up three hundred quid and Alonso points. <laughs> And as everybody knows now, Chelsea just retreated so far and Arsenal just gallingly bagged with the Bellerin. And it was literally Mr. Emotional. On the group chat, I couldn't type fast enough when Alonso (laughs) scored. It was sheer scenes. I was dancing around my lounge. Even Lauren, my girlfriend, a non-football fan, was going mad for it. Like, oh, 300 quid. Oh, this is so brilliant. You're so great. She was shot on ASOS straight away. Yeah, straight away. (laughs) And um, it it was phenomenal. And then for all that high, the anger the, sh- the vitriol that came from my mouth when Bellerin scored like how can that happen to me uh, Lauren Sally deleting all the tops from ASOS oh. yeah oh, I'll get them on my basket <laughs> so yeah I- I've hijacked the-, the-, the game week 22 chat but it was very emotional I mean yeah it was I mean that's for me that because everybody knows what happened FBL wise it's, it's always good to hear the stuff it's funny oh. when real life you start, you start remembering real life again yeah. like 300 pounds and the FBL just goes I up just, the a little bit it was the, it was the fact that it was Alonso that had <coughs> scored it the oh only player God. on the pitch who wanted to score that yeah. goal because we don't have him yeah. Morata would have been alright but we all have Morata so on. oh man that was just oh I hate Bellerin forever now yeah exactly yeah so if you ever interview him that, that'll come up give <laughs> 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 me out 300 quid yeah so I mean, it was. I mean, it was just a, week, a game week of just disappointment. I mean, just to pull it to, to an end. I mean, um, to, to have a double game week, admittedly with only one extra fixture. Um, I mean, sixty-one. I was quite happy with mainly because I mean that was all down to Hazard. But you know, Arnautovic didn't play in the second game because he had a bit of a hamstring problem. Um, Adrian looked like he was going to get a massive haul of bonus points and clean sheets when West Ham won the up, which would have been a great differential for me and Baron. But then Son scored, so I mean, it's bittersweet because we still had Son. Um, which meant we got some points and whatever. But it's all about your ranking, isn't it? And if mm-hmm. Adrian had delivered, we'd have risen further up the rankings that if Son had scored. So, in the end, so 61 points for me in that week, 54 for Baron and 43 for Jack mm-hmm. in a double game week. I mean, it was massively underwhelming. Everybody in the FPL community average, agreed on that. Average 45 in a yeah. double game week. It's, it's mad. I mean, it's Very just cool. because it's because they're too close together. I think yeah. that's basically why the scores were so low in the end. But so that brought the forfeit totals to, I was on 281, Baron on 261. So just as a minor subplot, to, sh- to trim that lead mm-hmm. down 20 points, quite happy. I'm happy. Solid Christmas. My Christmas is normally not that great. 
80 points twice. That's pretty good. Same with Baron as well. Jack finished on 217. So in the end, really quite a long me. way off. Which means later on in the show, you're going to be taking on the Christmas Leftovers Challenge. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. So we've got some questions from the FPL community. Obviously, we've been out of action for a long time, so a lot of people have a lot of questions. So we're going to run through those nice and quickly now. Question number one, I know what you're going to say to this one. Sam Whitaker says, should I transfer Harry Kane out for Sergio Aguero? No. No. Okay, right, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for your question, Sam. Uh, next question <laughs> from FBL Ismo, who says, how, how should I manage the blank game week in double 28, uh, game week 28? Is it too late to bring in Sterling? So two questions there. How would you handle the blank game week in game week 28? You've got, you got to wait for it to be confirmed. It's not, Absolutely. It's not confirmed, so you wait That's for that. And is it too late to bring in Sterling? No, Sterling's probably one of the players of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and still at 8-9, eight, eight, I believe. Nine. He is... For what Incredible he value. He's a, he's a premium midfielder, yeah. priced like a mid-range one, so... I would say definitely bring him in if you can and wait to see about the blank game weeks. Um, two more questions then. James Clugden said, should I hold off on Sergio Aguero and signing him until the Alexis Sanchez situation is resolved? Transfer window obviously has affected some people, Jack. What do you think he should do? Should he hold off or get Aguero now? So the idea is that Sanchez could come to Man City and then mm. therefore jeopardise whether or not Aguero starts whilst uh, Jesus... The thing is, there's already so much rotation risk with Aguero. I mean, I don't know how long Jesus is out for a while now, so maybe that, that will actually subside for a little bit. I mean, you could bring him in for a few weeks. I don't think there's any... Uh, if he's not going to be rotated as much because Jesus is injured, if you brought him in for, say, two, three... If Santos doesn't sign until the end of the, the month, just say, you've got a few game weeks where he probably is going to play and, you know, he, he probably will score a few goals in that time. So I think there are worse options if you've got the money hmm. to do that. I mean, I actually think you should get Aguero in now because this, and then and then just play it safe and have an extra strategy if Sanchez signs because Aguero, while he is nailed on to start, is mm-hmm. what is worth having in your team. And when you look at the likes of Morata not delivering... Like that sort of second choice, because we all say that Kane is definitely an essential. That second choice premium striker is a bit of a it's kind of tumbleweed there more than anything else. So Aguero is probably your best bet if you're going to have have someone there. Although I mean, we've always said if you're going to have one City attacker, we all know who that's going to be. Really the trouble is, is, there's never been a more sure time where Aguero is going to play. So and if you're going to get him any time, it's potential decent differential as well because not everybody has him. Um, final question from Rohan Batcher who says, in your opinion, what's the best squad structure out of these two choices? To have two premium strikers and two premium midfielders, or one premium striker and three premium midfielders? It's a little bit of a tricky one. I think I know where I, I sit on it. What do you, what do you think? I, I, would, I think for now I'll go for the one striker and the three midfielders. I think midfielders are outperforming the strikers at the moment. I've been let down time and time. Morata doesn't seem to have any more than one goal potentially in him at the moment. Kane, I think, is, the, is my first choice for a striker at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's no one else really firing at the moment. Do you ca- I mean, do you count Firmino as a Premier? A premier? No, no, I wouldn't. Know. He's, so he's, exactly. So you could slowly have, creeping into that bracket, but he's still. At so the you could you could have bracket. him and a premium striker, then still mm. your three premium midfielders, which is what I would try and go yeah, for. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Jack. What do you think? Of, uh, of those two options, and um, yeah, one striker and three premium mids. It's just based on who isn't isn't performing, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, there we are. Um, now we we normally have a, a big debate about lots of specific questions. Lots of people have been talking about wild cards recently, so we thought that we would have a look at Jack's wild card. We've gone through it. It's great to be gang up on this side yeah. of the studio. Yeah. I, um, I feel like should I explain my wild card first? Well, no, well, well, no, what we well, no, this is going to be like. So we obviously regularly speak to like football league managers, and we give them a sort of grilling. You know, come out after a game, mm. and it's like. Uh, well, you know, you didn't do particularly well there. You didn't start this player. Like, what was the thinking behind that? That's how this is going to go. You don't get to do it. So, so I give you one more answers. So, <laughs> so I'll be grumpy at a football manager. So what, maybe, maybe this should be for people listening how not to do a wild card because 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 there'll be so much advice on there about what to do with the wild card, and we know there's no point in saturating that market. So we think maybe analysing someone who has played their wild card probably not as well. Like, I mean, just to get this started, we don't want to sound too vindictive, but me and Baron looked at your wild card and thought that was my team. It, it need a wild card. 
to fix it. The thing, the thing is, <laughs> well, go on, you, 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 you can move on. Ask, ask the questions. And okay. Uh... So uh, do you want to take it? Do you want to take it in terms of bread? So um, Jordan Pickford, actually, I would say that's uh, a thumbs up. Yeah, that's a thumbs up. He yeah. was, yeah, he was in the team before. Makes yeah. total sense. So. Um, Victor Moses, then. Um, are, we t- are we taking any turns? Oh, yeah, so, well, yeah, then bear enough. So, yeah. so, so Victor Moses, um, he's, he's, he's a premium defender, and yet he rarely finishes more than 60 minutes. Do you, like, do you I think, I think he actually all? got pulled up. Rested three times before Christmas, so that's before he plays a wild card, and completed two of his last six starts. 6.4 million. If, if you look, when I brought him in, so when did I bring him in? Before game week 22. Yes. In three of his last four, he's got 6.6.7 6.7 points. And I think going forward... I think he's got that. He has got that attacking threat when he's on the pitch. I've, I've, you know, well, Chelsea are one of the few teams that have. There is a rotation risk with Zappacosta. Of course, there's, that's, a rota- that's the thing. there's a rotation risk with a lot of players. You see, true. That's, but when you play a wild card, rotation risk is what you can control in terms of who you do. You avoid them. Have. You avoid them. But you can't over Christmas. That's that's the thing. True. You go, but you're wild card. You okay. Okay. Right. So Christopher Christopher Schindler. Christopher Schindler. Good choice. He was already choice. in my team. Yeah. Already in the team. Sergio Aurier, like, even yeah. worse than Moses. Again, no, again, no, but that was brought in for the double game week. He was, he was brought in to be brought out but again. To play he was never going to play both of them. But, but a few minutes, he, he was very close to getting, what, 10 points in one game? So, so he was on the bonus, but that was, was the one for, game he played, wasn't it? Yeah, so 5-9, started eight of the last 14, rotates, rotates with Trippier literally every other yeah. week. But with two game weeks... Then he's going to play once. Which is why I was going to bring him for that double game but, week and then take him out again. So, I mean, why not bring in, like, Vertonghen, who's going to definitely play both? Well, again, like I said, he was a few minutes away from getting ten points in the game, so well, that was very unjustified. Okay. You can't, you can't, you can't account for that last minute. You know, a, a goal of, but all that, we'll say, of that stature. You can't account time. for rotation, so you know. But like I said, I thought he played one game, and he very nearly got ten points. And if he got those ten points, okay, we won't be sat here we'll, saying we'll, that. We'll say, okay, fine. You were close. You were close. To that. Um, uh, dunk, uh, which, I, which, I, which I think Three is actually, words. I think it's a good signing, but like, and I'm a bit gutted here because the way this is alternated, I haven't really been able to actually. Oh, you've had all the good ones, yeah. yeah. But what I would just like to point out, I get, I get grief for this all the time, right? He's in Baron's team. You're copying his team. <laughs> I, look, I have the odd one or two players that Baron has. I think, I think, I think any player that Baron normally signs is normally in Dave's team, like yeah. two or three weeks later. Oh, right, I think I've right. got like three players the same as Baron in my whole team. <laughs> which is probably why Baron's doing so well. But Dunk was. Just purely because of cheapness. I mean, actually, he's, playing. he's got a tick as well. So, I mean, I'm that's get, a good I'm getting into the bad one now. Brighton have got a good, good set of fixtures, you know, a decent uh, price there. You know, they're good at keeping clean sheets. So, I mean, that's a good choice. So, Kevin Long. Oh, are you going to go on a Kevin I'm Long? I'm going to go position by position. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Long. Again, the, the, he, he's, he's just the third choice sub every so, week. So, 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 so there was no intention of him to play. research would have told you that Tarkowski was No, no, no. He's on your bench not to play. He was bought in for that one week. When I get rid of Ori, I'll get someone cheaper and be able to replace him. But I mean, like, it's your wild card. Don't you want to be leaving it for a bit? No. Oh. Because otherwise you end up, you still have the transfers to use well, going forward. But I mean, you want to roll it next week, right? Are you going to roll it this week? As in, like, not make any transfers to game week 23? Well, no, we've got Coutinho. That's now a bad <laughs> <so. laughs> You're giving the game away. We're getting to that. Well, uh, well, I mean, so we've done long. Yeah, we know that he took out his back. He's just not going to play. So Mara is actually... I'll get, what I've done here is I'll get, rather than a, a yellow tick or a red cross, I've actually given you a blue squiggle because it's sort of pros and cons here. I get where you've kept him. Like, good signing. Like, good thing to have. He was good already in the team, obviously. But, I mean... Just, because, I mean, like he could he could go to Roma and then like, yeah, but yeah, but players could lose quite a few players could leave or players could break their ankle. You so, know, I mean, the, the, the what is day. worth saying is that like people are saying we your wild card in January. You probably should use it when January's over because then you know who's where. I, I right, right. What we're gonna what we're gonna have to do is I think for the last <laughs> podcast of January we're gonna have to look back over the month and see if it's paid off. Yeah, it's, like, it's hard to, it's hard to defend this at the moment. But it, 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 just saying, in two <laughs> or three weeks' time. 
if it proves to be quite good, then you'll be in your words. Okay. okay. Son is fine, but yeah. uh, David Silva. David Silva, a big red cross. I um, could and not I, believe you kept David Silva. My, my little, and I've sort of annotated some stats on all of these, and, and most of them are sort of like, you know, you know, Aurier started 8 of the last 14. With David Silva, I've literally just put, it speaks kind of like for itself. Like, why is he still there? Because he, he's going to come back to playing for regular football. I think. Well, we don't know that. No, we no, don't no, know no, when, but, do we? No, we don't know when exactly, but again... He, well, he was in the team, wasn't he? He just didn't perform very well against Watford. I mean, actually, that is true. We should let you off a little bit because he did actually play against Watford. He didn't play very well. But, I mean, I suppose the idea is that he's missing quite a lot of training, quite a lot of football for obvious reasons, a lot more important things going on in his life. So, is he going to be 100% for, for a while, do you think? I, 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 th- I think he'll be in the team now. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if, and if again, I can't, again, there's no point in me bringing in players like Sterling because you've got them. I can't. There's no point. What I will say, though, is having been sort of in David Silver's situation, like, you don't know when... We don't know, well, for a start, we don't know how old his little boy is. We don't know what care he needs. We don't know how often he's got to be in Spain. There's so many unknowns that just aren't connected with the football. But again, this, this, essentially, this is just a game. <laughs> and, you know, I've, no, I, 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 I could, I'm, there's no point in me looking into his, his, his son's met, you know, hospital records. I'm not, I what, think he'll play regularly. Tell you what, that's the got, message from people out there right now. If you want to do a wild card and you want to bring in David Silva, then get on the phone to the Spanish. And also, NHS. he wasn't brought in. He was left in from... He was already in my yeah. team. He just didn't leave. That's, that's true. But, I mean, I just expected that he might. Um, moving on then. Uh, Loftus-Cheek yeah. is an injury doubt. He was an injury doubt before game week 22 and he survived. So again, it's, again, it's going forward, isn't it? You don't play game week for just one week. True. But we don't know how long he's going to be injured for. So what could I would have done could... in that situation, I would go Milivojevic, same price, takes penalties. Didn't he miss a penalty? He has missed a penalty. So but... well, then that would have backfired. <laughs> <It's> a good, <laughs> good retort. He's actually really good at this. I mean, what is worth saying is that while it's fun to grill you, I'm enjoying your responses. The thing is, it's, it's really easy with hindsight to look back, but if this team had pay, paid off, we wouldn't be saying this, would we? And I think, uh, again, I've done the wild card out of desperation, admittedly, and yeah, I, no, I, I mean, lost my true. mind a little bit. <laughs> but I still <laughs> think, on paper, this is going forward, it's not a bad team with one or two changes, which so I will make. Coutinho was flagged before game week 22, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, Coutinho, we've been surprised at because he had that injury, and like that Barcelona move has just been coming for weeks because obviously Nike came out and literally announced him before he'd even left so thinking on keeping Coutinho bearing in mind that he was already a doubt for game week 22 well, he'll, probably, he'll probably make, play, make way for Salah again in the coming weeks when he's back have, fit have you got money to do that? yes you have got money to do well, that well I have want to get rid of Aurier for what, cheap what was the thinking behind getting rid of Salah? I was amazed you got rid of Salah I mean I suppose if it's similar to me then I suppose I completely get it like was it the same logic that I had? Yeah, well, again, you know, you you, you, you didn't know how long he's going to be out for necessarily, and you know, whilst one minute you can say, "Oh, Loftus Cheek's injured," you don't know how long for, but I didn't know how long Salah was going to be out for. And he's much more. Oh, so it was because of his injury. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Ben Dinnery um, Din- put the shakes shakes in, in yeah. me when I saw that. Strikers aren't too bad apart from the uh, De Again, it's just a cheap option. I had Mooney. He's been playing more regularly than Mooney. But if you take away the Christmas rotation, he's been playing more than Mounier more recently. Well, we'll, give, we'll give you that. I mean, so again, it's a cheap was... option because I think Kane and Firmino, Firmino, sorry, Firmino are two good I think, strikers. I think what you've got, oh, yeah, I mean, your forwards actually are probably your best section. With the, I mean, Depoche, I mean, I talked to you about this earlier in the week. I mean, the stats, I started three of his last six. You have to admit, Christmas is involved in that. He's only completed two games in that six, but again, Christmas is involved in that. So he could, he could maybe be, be all right. I mean, the other thing that you mentioned before was that... Uh, that there's not really anyone in that price bracket. You mentioned Wilson, but he's more expensive. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, that, that I mean, that, and then the other one is Rob Elliott, who actually I've given you a tick and a cross because he wasn't injured when he signed him, and he's now out for a month. So I mean, while while there's some questionable decisions, you have got unlucky because there are players who've got injured since you made this, and it's like, and, and me and Baron haven't really got anyone to worry about. So, so there we go, people. I mean, that, that's the, that's the sort of thinking that you. But we will do. We will do a review at the end of the month. <laughs> I'm determined to get a review at the end of the month, and we'll see how it's gone. You are listening to waiting, waiting on, on the, the bonus, bonus points. points. 
So obviously we know that Jack's now doing the Christmas leftovers challenge and because of where we currently are, we don't really want to get mess all over the floor, or sick all over the floor. So we're going to head to our office's kitchen to blend it all up. So welcome everybody. We're, we're in the Plymouth Herald uh, office's kitchen. Slightly different location for usual because um, we didn't really want to get all of this which I'll explain in a minute, all over this lovely studio. So we're here with Jack Ball, who has failed the Christmas Leftovers Challenge. Quite spectacularly. Yeah, it? yeah, by a long way, yeah. as you heard earlier in the podcast. And uh, what he has to do is basically have Christmas dinner all over again, which I'm sure you, it sounds kind of nice at first, but we have decided to add a twist, or quite, quite literally probably about a thousand twists. Uh, we are going to blend everything you would have at Christmas dinner into one smoothie for Jack. So that includes, let's go through our inventory, we've got Yorkshire puddings, we've got sausages, we've got stuffing, which hate, I'm sure... I hate stuffing as well. You hate stuffing? Stuff, what yeah. is wrong with you? Uh, we've got roast potatoes, we've got parsnips, we've got green beans, we've got carrots, we've got beetroot, apologies if that's really strange, but yeah, apparently that is, that, that's, is that is strange, but that was just what was in the vegetable selection at Christmas at my in-law, so I do apologise. And to make it even better, we've got some gravy, that helps you out, but my favourite bit is we're also going to chuck in a mince pie as a Christmas pudding as Which well. Which I also don't like. Or yeah. three courses in one. You got off lucky because I was going to put some chocolates in, but then we kind of ate. And Tabasco sauce. There was going to be this bit where I was going to be like, well, tipping it all into the blender, I was going to tip in, like, and in Mexico, they have Tabasco sauce at Christmas Day, but I decided that would be a bit mean, so we're going to let's, let's stick it all in so there. So you're not doing the forfeits, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> well, to be fair, we concocted this idea before we actually knew who was going to take yeah. it, so it is worth saying. So, um, ooh, you that should have stirred that better, Jack. Looks like it's gross already. Yeah. Pascal, gross. Very topical. All the sludge, all the uh, gravy okay, sludge. Stop, stop the sludge. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to have the tuna. <laughs> You don't get to decide. Right, so then in go the Yorkshire puddings and the sausages. Oh, <laughs> uh, now for the stuffing and the vegetables. Oh, the stuffing's kind of like congealed. Um, now for the Christmas pudding, which is kind of dried a bit. It's basically just raisins now. And the mince pie. It's worth saying that most of this was kept. There is so little moisture in there. <laughs> I feel like we probably should have a little bit more liquid in there. Liquidise it and then see if we need to add uh, more water at the Yeah, because obviously, Jack, you didn't really do a very good job of stirring the gravy. It's worth pointing out this is my day off as well. <laughs> okay, apologies for the noise. I'm just going to inspect it to see if it's a good consistency or not. Oh, mate. Oh, have you got you that's ready? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Do you think that's ready? Uh, get a spoon in there and give it a stir and see how much resistance. Where's that spoon gone? Oh, no. You're just going to wash it first to make sure it's sterilised. That's about a good two, three pints of that. Cold gravy. <laughs> no, it knows. There's a lot of hot water in it. I used all boiling water, didn't I? Yeah. Right, there we go. So, Jack, are you ready? And yeah, there is probably a bit too much so here, so we're going to have to throw a lot of this away. Well, you, we said a pint and you brought in that, so I'd say two of those. <laughs> Two of those? Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, how much? Double that. Well, so one and a half of that? Just one. Just one. All right, can we talk to only just do one? Like, calm down then. John Bishop's our welfare officer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not, I'm not putting any sort of health and safety forms. Oh, man. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's that reminds me of something else. Oh, oh, there, oh, there we go. It's like a new fad diet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas, Christmas dinner in a cup. <laughs> Oh, right. So we've got to go. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, as quick as you can, I would say. 
How is it? It's really warm. Oh, that's good. It's really bitty though. It's about halfway through. You're doing a good job. It's just, it's actually kind of disgusting for us because it sounds, it sounds not very nice. I really, I really feel for you. It was like Baron when I had to do chubby bunnies. Can you taste the mince pie? Speak. <laughs> can't speak. Can't speak. As, uh, as Gwen Stefani famously said. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a good cover there. Jack. Oh, oh, he's nearly there. He's nearly there. He's doing really well to be fair. Hey, there we go. He's done this it. Smart kitchen for my temperature next year. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus Points. points. Going to make a return to our quiz. Which has, which has come back. We obviously had a, a sort of slightly different quiz over Christmas uh, when we worked out, you know, who said this, who said that. I really enjoyed that. Um, when I listened back to that, I really enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. But we are now back. To back I to really it, enjoyed it? listening back to it. We are now back to our to our bread and butter, you could say, uh, which means we need our sound effects. Baron, can you remember how to operate this thing? Because I know Jack never can. Uh, I believe I can. Yes. So uh, a correct answer is. Oh, it's very quiet. <laughs> Correct answer. Someone running out of time. Someone winning. Someone losing. And incorrect answer is... Respuesta incorrecta. I've got a feeling this could be one of the lowest scoring ones. I've just, I don't know. I've got, I've, got, I've got to be honest. I'm pleased I'm asking the questions. <laughs> yeah, Baron, of course, asking the questions for winning the most recent one before, which means... Uh, we are we are we are back to sort of our usual situation because Baron tends okay, to so we've got one week. to twelve and there's a tiebreak if we need it. So um, Jack goes first because he he lost, lost the forfeit. Yeah. Go for number nine because Baron always likes number nine. Okay, so four Brighton and Hove Al- four Brighton and Hove Albion players have completed every single minute of Premier League action so far this season. So four at Brighton played every minute, not missed a single minute. Name one of the three outfield players. Murray, that's going to be wrong, isn't it? Yeah, that's going to be wrong. Well, who's our keeper? Oh, wait, no, so I, thought, I, I thought Matt Ryan would have been the easy option, so I, I couldn't Matt Ryan out. Dun, so Dun, 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 Duffy? Dunk. No, Duffy was suspended. Dunk didn't play, did he? Dunk, Proper and Stevens. Dunk didn't play the last week, did he? He got me zero points. Oh, he just got zero points. He got a yellow or something. Dunk was in my head, but because I remember the zero in my team. Yeah, Dunk, Proper and Stevens and Matt Ryan was the goalkeeper. So that is nil-nil still. Number 10, please. I've got a pen or something to keep score. Uh, well, I'll do it on my laptop. You, you yeah, number, number ten. Number sorry, 10. Dave's going to keep score. So, yeah. um, sorry, Dave's going to keep score. I think. Um, yeah, number ten. Okay, so uh, which Manchester United midfielder has picked up most clean sheet points this season? Ashley Young. Oh. Nemanja uh, Matic. Oh really? Mm. Oh, of course, yeah, because Young would have been rotated a few times. Yeah, no, that makes yeah, yeah. I suppose that what Bruby yeah, was basically boils down to which Man United midfielder's played most minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas played I was thinking most. who's played in defence, which yeah. is, is silly of me. So yeah, nil nil after. Uh, yeah. uh, my predictions are on on course at the moment. <laughs> Jack. Oh yeah, I got picked number nine. I was waiting for the question one. <laughs> Newcastle United had two players in the game week twenty two dream team. Name them both. Name them both. I don't even know what I did. Oh, Perez and defender Clark. But he ran out of time, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, if I'd name one, I would have done so it. So the other one. Oh was... my god, I'm so impressed you got Perez though. It's Carl Darlow, wasn't it? Darlow. Yeah. In goal. I would have got that. I would have got that. Oh, that's Perez is such a shout. Well done. I've, yeah, I wouldn't nice. have got that as a Newcastle fan. <laughs> I'll have question two, please, Carol. Cross 
Still so doesn't add a point to my tally though, unfortunately. No. So we've had one, nine, ten. What, what number, sorry, Dave? Question two. Okay, so how many players with two matches in game week 22 actually made it into the Dream Team? Son and uh, Obiang? The question was how many, but oh what oh I wasn't, what? I wasn't oh. criticizing it though. But but no, you've got Son, but the other two were Trippier and Carroll. Oh, Andy wow. Carroll, wow. three okay. was the answer. So they were in the dream team. I, I, see, this this is the thing with the question. The questions is that like it throws you. So I've just answered the wrong question. I'm not a question. Quite clearly, no, no, no. Oh no, no. I meant the fact that you've got. It's so your fault, Baron. Yeah. No, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to word it as clearly as I no, can. No, no, no. The fact that you um you have so little time, the pressure, you just yeah, your brain no, starts thinking. We almost need to like ramp it up, but we, I suppose it is Friday night deadline, <laughs> exactly. so it's five seconds. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jack. Oh, we're uh, still nil nil. Twelve. <laughs> Which player? Currently has the best form across the entire game. Alonso. Have you got it? Oh, Marcos Alonso! Do the Baron dance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I would have said Jesse Lingard, so I'd have got that wrong. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have guessed Lingard, yeah. but no, Alonso has got the best form. Wow. Much to my joy. I mean, that makes sense because there's, there's, the goals are better for him, as in more points, and then he gets the clean sheets as well. So. Makes total sense. Right, uh, question seven, is that still available? It is, yes. So, Mohamed Salah was one of two players David transferred out ahead of game week 22. Name the other. Ashley Young. Thank goodness. It's a nice easy one. It's a nice easy one. There we go. There we go. One all. Because I don't, I really, because Jack's wheeled out the excuses about how he thinks he's going to lose it. So I cannot, I cannot lose it. So three, four, five, six or eight or 11. 11. Two players are level on seven for the most yellow cards in the Premier League this season. So two players with the most equally on seven. They play for West Ham and Newcastle. Name one of them. Clark. Was one of them Mark Noble? Because he gets booked. He's like, not a defender. Pablo Defe- Zabaleta. Oh, defender? Would you say no, defender? no, just oh. players. Oh, of course it's Zabaleta. Pablo Zabaleta or Isaac Hayden at Newcastle. Oh, wow. I would just not have known that at all. Uh, I'll have question... One more. Chance for Dave Eight. to go ahead. Eight. Okay, so one like Jack's team. Oh, okay. Jack, Jack prides himself on differential picks. Right. But which defender is the least owned player in his squad with a 0.8% ownership? Serge Aurier. Oh, he's got it! Yes, get to win! <laughs> and do you know why I realised it was him? I was supposed to be like, why would anyone sign a guy who doesn't start every week? That's basically what we're going I thought we had to have a topical question about Jack Wildcard. Yeah, too. we did, yeah. 2-1 oh, Dave. Yes. How many questions left? Four left. Chance to so two, more than enough chance to get back in this. Three, four, five, six. Three. Okay, so Jesse Lingard is the most transferred in player ahead of game week 23 up to now. What is his current price? Oh, that's a total guess. I have no idea. Seven points. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's still the shaking heads. Yeah, I, I pronounced. I pronounced eight wrong. No, I six, pronounced six, six wrong. Six <laughs> His price went up. He's uh, a barg. Tuesday morning, uh, and the re- I would have got that perfectly right because I did you the graphic. You did the graphic to yeah. go on a Facebook page. Oh, how, I was so frustrated I didn't get that question. Chance for Dave to give three one up there. Oh, okay. Um, four, five, win it. Six. Uh, win it, isn't it? Just win it. Yeah, it would. It would, yeah, would win it. So I'll have, I'll have four, please. Okay, so Philip Coutinho is no longer a Premier League player. 
but what percentage of fantasy Premier League managers still own him and you can have a swing of 2%? 10%. What is it? 10.2. Yes. So I, I, I guess what did you look? Well, I looked about two days ago because I was interested to know. Yeah, how many have still got him? Because he'd gone through and I was like, yeah. what is his ownership? So, yeah. 10.2. Oh. You got it within 0.2 of the percent. Oh, lovely. Which means next week I get to ask the questions. Lovely. So, is that 3-1 then? That is 3-1. So, yeah. Jack just for a consolation. Just round it off. Five or six? Six. Okay, so these both are remaining questions about me. So, Ooh, it's quite hello. even for both of you. So, number six. So Beren took a four-point hit going into game week 22, but how many times has he done that in total this season? Taking a four-point hit or yeah. taking a hit? Four-point hit. Sorry, including that one? Yes. Uh, <laughs> You've got to answer one, now. One. No, three. Yeah, I was going to say three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David, I got really confused by the question. <laughs> Dave, Dave to go four-one. Oh, oh, here we go. Just, just smash it so, down. So what is Beren's current overall rank and you've got a swing of 5,000? 35,000? Oh. 68. 25,640. <laughs> he says proudly. Yeah, just, <laughs> that was just that. a question for my ego. <laughs> 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 tie-breaker? Yeah, go on. Of interest? So, yeah, go on. Who am I? Uh, oh. Baron Cross. <laughs> I, <laughs> actually, I play for Southampton. My price has fallen more than any other player in Fantasy Premier League. I have 44 points. I'm in just 1.4% of all squads. No. I have completed 90 minutes only three times all season and been missing from the starting lineup since December 16th at Chelsea. Austin. I have scored three goals this season. Gabbiadini. Oh, he's got it. Yes! I, and the remaining clue was I've picked up more than one point once in the last 11 game weeks. Mm. And yet somehow I picked him up because his price, his price has fallen, yeah. fallen yeah. 0.7. How much is he now? Six. Eight. I'm assuming he started, started like it. seven five, didn't he? He was like yeah, really or seven expensive. flat. Yeah, I think he might be way more expensive than he was worth. But yeah, no, that's a good question. Well, at least I didn't bring him into my wildcard team. <laughs> I quite <laughs> like him in the tie break because he just he can put in. So quite good idea for question. Yeah, like yeah. That. very very good. So we're going to leave you with a stat of the week this week, which is we've talked about Sergio Aguero already, and we can tell you that the player who's had the most shots inside the box in the last six game weeks is the man himself, Sergio Aguero. 20, uh, 25 I should say in second place is Harry Kane so he's actually outperforming Kane in that particular stat so if you're thinking about getting him in maybe that's the stat to clinch it for you uh, as ever we're back with uh, the usual Fantasy Premier League stuff going on this week so we've got stories on who to sign who to make your captain who to scout who to get rid of how not to do your wild card we'll have a bit more detail of that on the website so check that out and we'll see you next week thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points we're always happy to help you out with your FPL team so if you have any questions for our panel Follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Wie had dat gedacht? Van shoppen in Milaan naar achter de koopjes aan. <laughs> Gelukkig heeft Telford smart pakkers. Niet het laatste model telefoon, maar wel de beste prijs. <laughs> dat is toch genieten? Geniet ook zonder te veel te betalen met Telford smart pakkers. Zoals de Samsung Galaxy S7 met 1 gig en 150 minuten. Nu voor maar 26,50 euro per maand. Doe je voordeel mee, Telford. Let op. Geld lenen kost geld.